The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. I have good news and bad news. First the good, from Psalm 33. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Now the bad news. God is not pleased with the United States of America. Almighty God is no longer Lord of our nation. In Moses' last days, as his death was near, he instructed the Israelites specifically and emphatically as to how they should conduct themselves, how they should raise and train their children, and he warned what would happen if they ever forsook the Lord their God, who gave them the promised land as their inheritance. The same blessings and cursings that God declared through Moses in the book of Deuteronomy for the nation of Israel apply to us and all nations of the world. When a nation honors God and follows his commandments, when the people are thankful to him for all his provision and protection, and live as his true genuine children, they're blessed beyond measure. But when they turn away from him, worship and serve other gods, and fill their lives with sin, hedonism, depravity, and lasciviousness, they're cursed beyond measure. Any nation that turns back to God, repents, and honors him as Lord once again will be restored. But I don't see that happening in the USA. It's been said that if God does not pronounce harsh judgment upon America, he should apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Indeed, I can't imagine we deserve any less than those cities received. And very likely, this once greatly blessed nation will soon experience the same destruction. Right now, I believe we're living out the words of the prophet Amos when he wrote, The days are coming, declares the Sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine of food or a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. This began in the 1960s when our government removed prayer and Bible reading from our public schools, and we've been in decline as a nation ever since. No student of American history can deny that, and God is the one who sets up rulers and kings. We have the government we deserve, with our public servants now our masters. As we turned our collective backs on God, God turned us over to the demonically controlled Obama, and it appears that all the demons that inhabit this man have been turned loose to wreak as much havoc as possible. We've never recovered from his fundamental transformation of America, and in fact, it continues to this day. Just look at who's running things today in the Biden regime. The vast majority are Obama minions, and this is indeed Obama's third term. While there is still a remnant of true Christ followers here in the United States, the remnant is small. I trust the Lord will preserve and protect those who are truly His. But for the most part, we're living in a nation now where most people don't know God and don't want to know God or hear anything about Him. They can't be bothered as they revel in their lavish, self-centered lifestyles. Their minds now so warped they don't realize they're poor, blind, and naked. It'll take a wake-up call of biblical proportions to wake up these sleeping fools, if that's even possible at this point. Now we're experiencing what Moses warned about in Deuteronomy 28. The foreign resident among you will rise higher and higher above you, while you sink lower and lower. He will lend to you, but you won't lend to him. He will be the head, and you will be the tail. All these curses will come, pursue, and overtake you until you are destroyed, since you did not obey the Lord your God and keep the commands and statutes he gave you. These curses will be a sign and a wonder against you and your descendants forever. 
Because you didn't serve the Lord your God with joy and a cheerful heart, even though you had an abundance of everything, you will serve the enemies the Lord will send against you, in famine, thirst, nakedness, and a lack of everything. He will place an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a nation from far away, from the ends of the earth, to swoop down on you like an eagle, a nation whose language you don't understand, a ruthless nation, showing no respect for the old and not sparing the young. They will besiege you within all your gates until your high and fortified walls that you trust in come down throughout your land. They will besiege you within all your gates throughout the land the Lord your God has given you. Friends, in case you're not aware, our nation's gates have already fallen. Our enemies are already here, and they're ravaging our land like locusts. It didn't have to be this way, but we got the so-called leadership we deserved. After denying God decade after decade, as we became ever more callous and rebellious toward our God and our Savior. Now the wicked who rule over us have opened the floodgates and welcomed our enemies. Ignorant of history and biblically illiterate, the American populace has chosen to believe the lies. Indeed, God himself has sent them strong delusion. Thinking themselves wise, they've become fools, given over to depraved minds. With the censorship of truth in America today, and given that we have a mainstream media now that no longer does journalism, but rather is the propaganda arm of the communist regime in power, it's impossible to get real numbers. But according to the government's own reports, at least 10,000 so-called migrants have been entering the U.S. through our open borders every day for the past three years. That's 3,650,000 illegals every year. And be aware, these are just the numbers the government tells us about. And be aware, they only tell us what they want us to know. The real numbers are most certainly much higher. Put in perspective, in the past three years, the total number of illegal migrants flooding through our borders, south and north, is more than the combined total population of 15 American states. Now, I have nothing against immigration as long as it's legal. My own grandparents were immigrants. When my grandfather left Ireland, he came here as an indentured servant, and he came here legally, swore an oath to our nation, and became an American. His travel here wasn't paid for by global communist organizations. He didn't receive anything free. He certainly wasn't handed a wad of cash, monthly food stamps, hotel rooms, or homes to live in. Nor did he ever receive free medical care. He came here to work, build a company, and raise an American family. That's not what's happening with our open borders today. The so-called migrants are coming from all over the world, from third-world communist nations, and they're intent on bringing the communism they claim to be escaping from to all of us here. They're not just coming from Mexico. In fact, in speaking with a Mexican citizen, I was told the Mexican people are furious with the United States government for opening our borders, because as the migrants flow, flow northward, they're destroying everything in their path, which is the country of Mexico. Mexican authorities have reported a fourfold increase in the number of invaders coming from Islamic countries in Africa and the Middle East, as well as from China and other parts of Asia. They're also coming from Venezuela, where the government has released its violent criminals from jail, along with their insane from insane asylums. They're also coming from Brazil, Ecuador, Nicaragua, and Cuba, to name just a few. As has been widely reported, a startling number of these migrants are single military-age men. 
They're not bringing their families because they're on a military mission. The open border situation has also caused a crisis of human trafficking, especially of women and children. Unaccompanied minors who show up at the border are often paired with other migrants who are then paid to travel with them and deliver them to cities far into the interior of the U.S., and they're never heard from again. We have blood on our hands as a nation because we've allowed this to happen on our watch. According to a report by the Heritage Foundation, in 2018, half of all criminals prosecuted in federal courts were illegal aliens, charged with crimes ranging from drug trafficking to murder to kidnapping. And that was when our border was supposedly closed. Imagine what's happening now. But of course, the rule of law has been suspended for certain people now, even as the rules have been rewritten for others. Patriots and those who believe in national sovereignty are the new criminals, the new so-called domestic terrorists. Innocent men and women rot in prison cells as political prisoners, while violent thugs are given free reign. Free everything, really. Under the current regime in power, the invasion process has been streamlined. Welcome centers are set up on the opposite side of the border. Then the invaders are transported to welcome centers on this side of the border. From there, they're either released to go where they please or given a choice of destinations deep within our country. Some thought it ironic and fitting when border state governors began flying and busing the invaders to blue state sanctuary cities. Many Americans thought, good for them. Those cities will get what they ask for. Let them deal with it. But this is not a good plan for anyone. On the contrary, these red state governors are actually aiding and abetting the process, dispersing vast, vast numbers of illegals deep into all parts of our country. And again, many of these are single military-age men here for a purpose and equipped with free cell phones. I expect they'll be getting the call to officially begin the revolution, attacking all at once all across the nation sometime soon. Because the regime is threatened by a political candidate who espouses nationalism and America first. A free and fair election simply cannot be allowed because as godless as our countries become, Americans are still fed up with the lawlessness, the two-faced so-called justice system, and the deliberate destruction of our country. And even as our city, states, and nations sink deeper and deeper into bankruptcy, struggling under the burden of supporting millions of takers who give nothing back in return, the federal government is spending untold billions on free stuff for the invaders. Non-governmental organizations, NGOs, are receiving handsome paychecks for helping to facilitate the invasion. Many of these NGOs are supposedly Christian-based. Who would ever have thought this could happen in the United States of America? Last summer, thousands of migrants were sleeping in O'Hare Airport in Chicago. In New York City, public schools were recently closed to house migrants instead. In cities all across this country, hotels are filled with migrants who can't speak English and are unaware of our culture and customs. Many don't even know how to use toilets, and so they don't. In Texas, an extremely vast area north of Houston is being developed as housing for the invaders. And a good friend in Florida has told me about how huge subdivisions are being built near his home. These are gated communities filled with non-English speaking people who never leave to go to work. And these brand new homes have quickly become slums as the residents there trash them. 
As I read Revelation 18, I can't help but see Mystery Babylon as our beloved United States. I encourage you to read that chapter. The similarities will give you chills. As we go about our everyday lives here in America today, our country is beginning to implode. Things have progressed so quickly now that I don't see a way to save this sinking ship without a miracle of God and a great deal of incredibly undeserved mercy on his part. And by the way, if someone calls you a Christian nationalist, wear that label as a badge of honor. Nationalism is not evil. God created the nations. He destroyed Babylon. And we certainly need many more true Christians equipped for the work of the ministry to boldly preach the gospel to those who may still listen. But without massive individual and national repentance and the Holy Spirit being poured out mercifully on all of us, we're finished. Babylon the Great is fallen. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 417. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob. R-O-B at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.